0: This is episode 22 with my man, Lash Pixels. Once again, welcome to The Two On Show. I'm be with me today is from Rant and Confession, Lash Pixels, a photographer and a podcaster. And also I have Teresa. Teresa, say hi. Hello. Um, she, she, she's trying to scream. Today I happen. Teresa is not with me in the studio. We are just having... <laughs> A virtual recording so um, that's that's how I come my voice seems um, okay but I mean I guess that happens that's what happens with um, technology so once again guys walk, I welcome all of you to the two on the show
1: thank you <laughs>
0: Okay, so um, to get starts out, out, we would like to hear about Last Pixels today. I didn't give the introduction, the long introduction. So, last, can you let us hear something about you, who is Last Pixels, and then we can jump into the conversation.
1: All right, thank you guys. I'm very grateful for inviting me to your show. My name actually is Manuel mm-hmm. I'm i um, I'm a software engineer, and then I'm a photographer. I'm a bit of a graphics designer too, and I'm a podcaster. Um, I currently based in Takradi. That's actually where I grew up. And um, I worked a bit in Accra, but I moved back to Takradi. So I think that's just a bit about myself.
0: Okay. That's, um, that's really precise. If you are giving me yeah. this, I would, I would rant, and rant and talk and talk and talk. That's, that's really pretty precise. Um, So today we're talking about actually long distance relationship, LDR, but um, getting as things were getting closer, people wanted us to add um, online and long distance relationship. And today we're looking at how to make it work. Um, Long distance relationship, let me put it in simple terms, it sucks. I've never met anybody who has said, Oh, I live with my boy. I have a boyfriend, and he lives halfway across the world, and it's a really nice relationship. No, no one has ever said it's great. But on the contrary, everyone I've met in a long distance relationship ends up with agonizing feelings that your heart is slowly being carved and you don't know what's going on. At some point, you feel super good. At some point, you feel like your heart is being stabbed with, with a knife. So today, I want to look at how to make it work how to really make it work so um, Laz I don't know your opening statement about long distance I think it sucks I don't don't know what you think about long distance relationships
1: yeah that that is the general perception about long distance relationships Uh generally every relationship has its own ups and downs um, but long distance or online relationships also introduces a new set of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically for those who, who don't know what long distance relationship is. is um, usually an intimate relationship between two people who are geographically separated. But the distance is a bit long, not because not just like um your boyfriend lives in Medina, you live in a shaman, that's not long. <laughs> say um, there's um say a region, maybe somebody is in Eastern region, the other one is in Western region. That's a, that's a long distance relationship. And I kinda agree with you that it sucks because it has it has a lot of new sets of problems it basically introduces. So that's the general perception out there, and I think I might side with that.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So today you're looking at even though it sucks is a relationship that has come to stay. Because at first it used to be, Charlie, um, I'm in the UK and I want to marry from my roots. So auntie find me a, a wife that's cool. And then it used to be like an arranged marriage, which sometimes works, sometimes didn't. But now people even though they are far from each other, wants to work out their relationships in that regard. And it has come to stay, let me let me, let me say it once again. But So now how do we, what are some of the things we can adapt? Because every relationship ha- has its issues. But it looks as if um long-distance relationship is, has issues pro-max. <laughs> so how do we, <laughs> how do oh, we... Oh, uh, okay, I how to do we make I it work? Just to make it work, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, just like you're saying, um, first of all, there's this research that says that the average relationship lasts around 7.3 years, um, mm-hmm. before if there's going to be a breakup, but for long distance relationships, it usually lasts less than even three years. Uh-huh. And um, mostly I think there are two ways that people can enter into long distance relationship. One is more like a choice. Say you go to you use an app like Tinder, and then you start swiping on nice, nice people. You see some nice girls who start swiping. But some of them are in the UK, some of them are in, the, in Canada, some of them are in America or something. But because of technology, it makes it now easy for us to communicate with people. Yeah. And you realize you're you're dating this person and you've not even physically seen the person Mm -hmm. and also the Mm -hmm. other one which sometimes becomes it's the obvious one is maybe you're in a relationship with somebody and they get an opportunity to say travel outside for school and um, all of a sudden it becomes a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. and that part the second part is usually where the problem is because from the onset you you were not prepared for um, a long distance relationship. Maybe you are uh, you are somebody who likes the whole physical intimacy and all that. And out of the out of the blue, just your girlfriend just absent leaves for school or work somewhere. Um, but before we even tackle how to make it work, um, I want to talk about some of the problems that it introduces. And um, the first one is um, say time and money. Okay, um, say if you are separated by region, my girlfriend is in say the northern region. I mean the western region. It means that. Um, maybe once a month or every other month, I need to spend time in a bus or sometimes in a flight, and then a lot of money to go and see the person. And if this goes on for a while, I sometimes start losing interest and um, I might not even go again. And then you see that it becomes six months, it becomes a year, and then we've not seen each other. So that's the first problem it introduces. And then the second one is um, familiarity. Familiarity as in, if you're looking to have a long term with somebody, um, usually you want to get to know the person. Some people even want to invite you over for, say, a weekend so that you stay around, so they see how it is living with you. But... When it comes to long distance relationships, you don't really have this um, luxury because you don't even have time <laughs> to see the person. You can't. You don't get to stay with them for a long time. Okay. And, um, that that I think it, it becomes a problem. Then even for instance, the marriage happens. The person is in the UK. You've not seen them before. If sometimes the wedding even happens on Skype, and then the, this guy comes down, or maybe he takes you out there, and you see that maybe when he sleeps, he snores, and you don't like that, but. <laughs> Because of this whole long distance relationship, you 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 didn't get to know that you you're not familiar with him before it happened. And um, thirdly, the um, the major one is intimacy. You understand? It's intimacy. These days, um, well, sex has become just it has become the norm. I don't know, but everybody as we are human beings, we crave the intimacy. We we crave the physical intimacy. And that is the major problem that um, long distance relationships actually introduce. In as much as you can schedule, like, oh, every month I'll come and visit you. What if between the months, now Valentine's Day is coming, it's on the 14th, Uh
0: and
1: you're going to see your boyfriend maybe at the end of February. Now all your friends are going out, they're having dates and all that, but... Yeah, on the phone doing. I miss you so much. It, it, it becomes a
0: problem. Be Honestly, yeah, and th- and this is Valentine's on a Monday. <laughs> I wonder how it's going to be. It's on a Sunday, it so. really,
1: Yeah, it's actually on a Sunday. I I feel bad for for the pastors who are waiting for their offerings because we're using <laughs> it to buy hamlets. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's, that's simple.
1: I think the last one I will talk about is uh, maybe risk the the risk of um the the, the whole relationship. I was coming being, to that um, exactly. Um, it's going to be in jeopardy. I, it doesn't almost work for everybody. You understand because the whole there's no emotional and physical support. There's like the intimacy is not there because sometimes we hear stories of these soldiers that they are out. They go for um, say they are seven in another country, and all of a sudden they start receiving letters from their wives that um, let's can we can we break up because I met somebody else and it's because we're not here. You know I'm human so. There's that risk that it could it could really it could really um, put the relationship in. Uh, actually, the list goes on and on. We can even talk about uh, insecurity, possessiveness. Because some, at a point, people become paranoid. They feel like, "What are you doing? Tell me where you're going. I want to know every every little detail. I want to know." It, it becomes a lot of stress on the on the people who are in the relationship. So,
0: yeah, that's 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 true. Yeah. So. Um, of the problem- We've, we've talked about these problems because especially even when people who are coming from relationships where they, they had communication problems, now they want you to tell them every single move. Now you can't go to the gym and pass pass by Lasha's House to play PS5 for two minutes because having haven't seen PS5. You need to tell your wife every single detail. And then it becomes a problem because at some point one feels he or she's being controlled and one feels, look, I'm trying to know where you are. So I think, but then nevertheless even though it has problems and yeah, um, it has to, it has a lot, you have to do a lot of things to make it work. Some do work and then um, it's a blessing to others. Some, it's a blessing to other people. So now, how do we make sure if yeah, yeah, we try uh, to go uh, into relationships, it works to our benefit because relationship itself is work on its own. Yes. And,
1: it's a- <laughs> a lot of stress, yeah. But in as much as there are negatives to long distance relationships, I believe um, it also introduces a new set of is it opportunities or it has benefits. You understand everything has pros and cons. And some of the benefits of staying being in a long distance it, it helps you to grow individually. Sometimes you see couples who are they don't even find themselves. They don't, they don't, they have this more like a group identity. They, they identify themselves with the partner they are, in, they are with. So maybe their Saturdays, they are used to maybe watch horror movies and then stay indoors, not because they like it, but because their partner likes it. And if it goes on for a while, it becomes the norm for them. Every Saturday, they're watching movies and all that. But. If your partner is not with you, you get a chance to also explore the things that actually makes you happy. You get a time to find yourself as an individual because you have all this time to maybe go out, find, play a game, find a hobby. But it's not like you tie your your, your whole identity to what makes your partner happy. You ask some some people that, um, what makes you happy in your relationship? They'll just tell you the things that makes my guy happy, makes me happy. and. Uh, there's no individual growth in there and okay. also it, it helps yeah. with the emotional strength emotional. I'm not saying that people who are together physically cannot bond emotionally. but a relationship which is built on top of um, say physical affection or intimacy sometimes it just it becomes just that. You understand, we just meet, we have sex, we eat, and then we go our separate ways. But if you're in something like a long distance relationship where you have limited intimacy and all these things, it helps you find other ways to bond with a person and make um, everything good. And lastly, I think I'll talk about um, appreciation, right? For instance, if you don't see your girlfriend every day, you see them every other month, and then she comes, holding her hand becomes something nice just hugging the little things it just amplifies how how good these little moments are with a person because you don't get to spend sometimes if people are around us we tend to take them for granted because we feel like they're going to be there every day but mm-hmm. if your girl is not look at this this December when um the guys are coming from us and everything these girls are so hyper because their boyfriends are coming down and all but mm-hmm. if your boyfriend's mm-hmm. in kwashima you almost see him every day so you don't really get to appreciate all these things. But in as much as all of these is a problem and then sometimes you have some benefits, I think we still need to make it work. We still okay. need to make it work. Our friend is technology. Uh-huh. One of the biggest tools we can use to make um, long distance relationship work is technology because now we've gotten it good. Actually, I feel like technology is, is a good tool because Initially, if you wanted to talk to your girlfriend, you had to go and stand behind her her window, find some stones or pebbles, and then just keep throwing (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Well, you just pray the father doesn't hear you. But now we can just shoot a, a simple text message. And then we're having a conversation already, in as much as sometimes it feels a bit, a bit flat. Sometimes, Well, for me, sometimes online conversations feel a bit flat. You don't really get the emotions. People are laughing, but actually they are sad. <laughs> uh, it's it's one of the tools we can use. You can have um, constant video calls. You understand? Constant video calls. You see the person's face. You have these conversations. It helps you to more like live in the moment with them. So the first one,
0: I think, will be the technology. Oh, okay, <laughs> That's one way to make it. Yeah. Um, and then um, I also think, yeah, myself, I, I, I think social media is, is too flat for me because um, I don't get emotions. And it's not creative. I mean, fine, it's good that you, you can get the communication out there as soon as possible. But it looks too, I mean, as compared to, if it's a FaceTime video, then the conversation goes on. Then the actions, then it's, even saying nothing is a form of communication. But if, it's, if you're on WhatsApp, and if I'm, and I'm, and I'm online, not seeing anything, it's, it's almost as if I'm offline. So I think... And then it's, 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 it's,
1: <laughs> they will air you. It, it's a big problem, actually. It's a big problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Technology can really be, be helpful. It can be helpful. And um, also, I think for long-distance relationships, it, it requires a lot of work. It re- <laughs> really requires a lot of work and commitment. For example, I was talking to a friend and he was saying that um, the girlfriend just got admission to school. <laughs> and then um, if if you're going to be in a long distance relationship, you need to ask yourself, do I want to do this? Do I want to spend Saturday night alone knowing that my boyfriend is probably in Tahiti and I'm sitting in Ghana whilst my friends are... Um, going around with other guys and other girls they're having fun is this what I want so you need to have like a personal decision there are people who can't do that there are people who need the constant they're like uh, they're like when you're frying planting, you need to have like the constant attention and turning it here and there there are people who want that so you have to ask yourself look within and ask yourself is this what I want can I do this so you don't get to start and then later on, you see that there's not what you want, and then you start cheating or something like that. So there needs to be a committed um, decision that you're going to make because you want to you want to do you want to have a, a relationship. So if you do that, it's going to well. That's one way you can make it work. That's one way you can make. It.
0: Yeah. I think one other way one other way to make it work is staying honest with each other. Because one thing I've seen is if if the patterns are clues, like if it's a next door or next town or something where you get to see the person at least once or at least two times in a week, if you are not honest as a at some point, you can make amends. Because I mean if my girlfriend leaves next door and um I'm asleep, I I tell her, Look, Charlie, I'm I'm going to play football and what while I'm asleep. If she gets to see me and knows I'm not am not that kind of person, because she knows my moves and all other things, it becomes easier for her to, I mean, not take it so wholeheartedly. But then if 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 it's a long distance relationship and then you do one mess up, no, it's something you've been doing because I'm not around. It's something you've been doing, and it it, it has this has trust issues and stuff so I think this is this is also this is also one powerful tool and one other thing that it becomes I, I was speaking to one friend um was it yesterday or the day before yesterday I, I was telling him one thing we're, we're, we're looking at some of these points we're doing some prayer show before this one and we were talking about um knowing each other's shadow I mean people I'm like Charlie, how am I going, how am I going to know my shadow? Because sometimes I, I sometimes I don't even have shadows themselves. Let me put it that way. <laughs> to what extent do you think knowing each other's shadow makes the relationship work in long distance relationships? Um, okay.
1: I think the major problem that this knowing your schedule solves is that people tend to overcompensate when they're in long distance relationships. Okay. It's like because I can't see you, I want to be talking to you 12 hours a day. I want to call you almost every single day. If you don't answer one call, it means you're cheating on me. But if we if we tend to know each other's schedule, you know that, oh, at this time, Lash is in the office, probably he's in a meeting, we can't pick my It informs me on when to call and then when not to call this person. You know that, oh, maybe this guy is free in the evenings at 11. So knowing the schedule kind of, it, clairs, it helps you clear some doubts so that you're not even calling the person always, constantly, you know that. Um, this guy is busy, but, uh, oh, I called you and he didn't even pick. It means you don't have me. Hey, which girl were you there with? Because it's easy to be, to develop insecurities when you're in long distance relationship. The smallest thing, you text the guy, He maybe he sees the message, he just clicks on it, but he's busy in the office. Maybe he's having a meeting. He can't just be on his phone and reply, but he just clicked on it. So hey, you're blue ticking me. Hey, uh, you were with your phone. So if hey, you know the guy's schedule. And then you actually also make a schedule with each other that um I'm going to call you every other night or every night at um, nine p.m. It makes it kind of easy for you to Enjoy the little even the little conversations that you have. But if there's no schedule there, people tend to overcompensate. There's too many calls. There's too many um, the WhatsApp messages. Some some people are even texting on all the platforms available. You'll see him or her texting with a boyfriend on messages on, for, on Facebook. They're, they're on Snapchat. They're on Twitter. They're everywhere just because they feel like, since I can't see you, I need to overcompensate. So I think having a schedule really helps make things easy.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So um before we move on Therese, I think this th- th- um since you haven't heard from you, you want to say something?
1: I'm prepared. Hello Theresa. Okay, yeah, so um I it's about the trust thing that we're talking about. Most of the times I think people we have all we have all uh it's like we are always concentrated on trusting your partner. I want to say something about trusting your own self as in Because We always tend to talk about you have to trust your partner, you guys have to develop some trust. For each other and all that, but have you also considered trusting our own selves? Like the things that, as you see it helps you to know the things that you like and all that. So, like exploring in this times and then trusting yourself. On trusting yourself. Yes, you see, we have in relationships okay, mostly we consider or we talk about trusting your partners in the relationship. And I'm trying to say that in this in this um this dance relationship, have you also considered or thought about trusting your own self? I, I think I, I get what you're saying that mostly the the focus is on how to build trust in your partner, but trusting yourself, it's more like also being confident in the in the relationship. One thing that ends relationship before it even starts is insecurities, right? Somebody mm-hmm. likes again your girl's picture mm-hmm. on Instagram and automatically you're going bananas because Because what are you doing? Are you cheating on me already? Because there's this confidence thing missing. You understand? There's this confidence thing missing. Also... Trusting yourself, if, for instance, I'm in a relationship with a girl, she trusts herself that she's not going to do anything that is going to put the relationship at risk. I also trust myself that I'm not going to do anything that's going to put the relationship at risk. That is, it's so, it's so, it, uh, it serves more like um, uh, a personal accountability thing. I'm accountable to this person, or probably I'm even accountable to myself. Mm-hmm. If uh, it's easier, if we see it that way, that um, if I have a partner, she's in she's in Germany, for school, if I cheat on her, it's more like I'm dirtying myself. It's not yeah. like I'm cheating on her, I'm actually cheating on myself. I'm I'm there's this happiness that I'm blocking from myself. It makes it easy for us to stay honest and then stay with the person. So this whole period, it helps you to build that. Trust is built from both sides. Trusting somebody is built. Trusting yourself is also built. That, oh, I trust myself that I can do this work. Why? Because you've been doing it for a long time or you've studied or maybe you have confidence in yourself that you can do this work. So you need that time. And I think this is one thing that long distance relationships um, introduce. It gives you the time to explore and then also know your strengths and how to build on them and in the in the long run, you're going to have that trust that each side meets so that it's going to make the relationship work. No. I don't know if I said enough on that topic, but it's hopefully okay. Teresa yeah. is okay with that.
0: Yeah. I think um yeah. I think all, all all you said is true. And one other thing that just came to mind. I even wanted us to switch to one other thing. One other thing that came to mind is is that long-distance relationship there's a potential for people to judge so quickly. Because because it's a dating process, and sometimes even if it could be a marriage, most times when it's a dating process, um, there's a tendency for you not to know everything about Ben because the dating process, like you're not in the process of getting to know me. So because we are now in the of getting to know me, I might not even tell I have a stepbrother, I might escape me because I haven't even spoken to him in years. So when you find now one thing, when you find one thing about it shouldn't be like you are off. It shouldn't be that, of oh, because you didn't tell me this. Because uh, some girl DM'd you on Instagram is, oh, now you're into, into another into girl. That thing into that same girl, yeah. Another <laughs> girl or you are into ladies who are not like who I am. So I think it's, we should be able to slow down on judgment
1: that is very that's very interesting that's a very interesting point i myself i've had experiences i've had a lot of experiences and as part of those experiences there are multiple um long distance relationships in there um i'll just share something i was i'm an only child okay i'm an only child and then i have a, more like i have cousins but you know in ghana almost everybody's your brother or your sister yeah. <laughs> so there was this girl that i was talking with we're in a talking stage i told her that I'm an only child, I think some some months or some days back. So she asked me, where are you? And I said, oh, I'm in a car with my brother. The guy is actually technically is my uncle, but then we are almost of the same age. So I call him brother. Everybody says he's my brother. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, I'm in a car with my brother. This girl didn't say anything then. There She said, oh, OK, cool. Um, maybe when you come back. I said, OK. Some years later, that is now. She told me the reason why it didn't work out is because I lied to her. And I asked her, why did I lie to you? What did I say? She said, "Uh, you said you're only child, but then you have a brother. And I'm like, if you had asked, (laughs) I get so quick to judge that I was a liar. If you have asked, maybe I could have explained it to you. Then I showed her pictures and all that. So there's that tendency. There's that tendency that people might judge. And I think that sometimes it's easier that um you know that these things happen it's good to know that these things could happen you can anticipate it so from your side you you can be a bit careful or a bit intentional with the things you say for instance if i'm cha- I'm, I'm having a chat with you and i ask you how was your day and you tell me fine um 90% of the time i'll just put my phone down and finish that the chat i'm done mm-hmm. because if i ask you how your day was it means i'm trying to start a conversation it's not an interview process mm-hmm. that, that you say i'm fine mm-hmm. And then I start the next question. So what did you eat? Rice. And then I start the next question. I really want to know how your day was. I really want to imagine the things you did. I I want to put myself in your shoes and leave your day with you. So kind of be intentional about the things you say, especially in long distance relationships. You can't just say, oh, I went out to have a drink. Kind oh, of I went out to my, with my friend Efia and then we went to do this, and we went to be give a bit more of details so that the person does not judge because it's very easy to judge. I was uh, there's this girl that I talked to. I I know almost all her friends. That's there are times that I get confused. She tell you, oh, uh, my friend this, oh, my friend Erica, my friend, and then you have to keep all these things in mind because when she says, oh, I was with Erica, and you say, I'm sorry, who is Erica again? She gets. A bit pissed because she's being intentional about the things she tells you. So it becomes, even though you're not there, you kind of understand or know the things that she's doing. So I think that's a very interesting point.
0: It's a long distance relationship, and people are—I mean, people are most likely to follow your conversation with their their own thoughts. So when you tell me mm-hmm. I went out with um, Khabna, or let's say I went to play, I went I went to visit a little friend of mine. Your your partner might think. Oh, okay, so you, you took five hours to go and visit the lady friend of yours. Meanwhile, the lady friend of yours visit was almost like a, a 20 minutes then. So we need to give details. The communication should go in depth, especially if it's a long-distance relationship. I mean, we know relationship exactly. the communi- communication should go, but then you should be particular about long-distance relationships because with that you need to give details. So, how is your day? It's not, oh, I'm fine, everything is okay. No, it's it's about exactly. what car you took and how you almost missed your stop and it, we should sure. talk about things to make people, I mean, it should be a breakdown of our day in our partner's mind. It's not as if, oh, at nine o'clock, I bought this at no, but then the, as the conversation prolongs, people are able to follow um, the conversation with particular timestamps and it helps, um, it helps with trust and honesty at, at, at the point. So one thing I, one thing I yeah. wanted, to, wanted to say, maybe this is going to be one of the last things we talk about is you should have a goal in mind. One thing that, I we talk about is having a goal in mind. One thing that's we missed out during our know, relationship times was, was the that we we both didn't know where this relationship was going. Yeah, we we know relationships end up in marriages and all of that. But uh, even while we were in Ghana, it was there was some distance because of one or two things. But then. One thing I see is that most relationships now is that because they have a goal, let's say we want to, um, I'm mean, I mean in the States and let's say you are in Finland or you're in Ghana, let me, let me even use Ghana. Let's say we want to do this by the end of next two years. And so your committedness to the process, sometimes even it's it's about communication, the few times you get to communicate, as you talk about, oh, we want to build a house. And so the lady sees that how committed you are to that project makes them know that, oh yes, this person is really committed because sometimes... If you have nothing in mind and it's more like, oh, let's date and see when we get married. Let's date and see. And you don't talk about certain, even if it's marriage, you should be able to talk about it. Even if you see it five years away, you should be able to talk about certain things. Once you have a goal, a, a mutual goal in in, I mean, sight, it makes the relationship work because now both of you can see how committed you are to the relationship because soon as I feel we are not committed, I, I seem to want to guard my heart, especially with all these brick, brick, um, brick. So um, Yeah. So you know, I, I I think this is it's, it's, we need to
1: it's a very good point. It's a very good point you've made because if you don't have a goal, generally it's not even um, specific to relationships. If you don't have a goal in life, you don't even know how do you measure if you're growing. Mm-hmm. If I have a goal, say, I want to save 500 cities every month. Then I know that if I saved 400 cities, I didn't meet my goal. If I saved 6,000, I, 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 made, I made my goal and above. But if you say, I want to save this year, that is a bit vague. How do you even measure that? There's no, how do you measure that? There's no accountability. Yeah. Usually goals help us have this kind of accountability to it. So you gradually measure your progress. Um, am I meeting my goal? Is this thing happening or not? So um, before, I think my last point I will also make is that um, we should make fun plans okay we should it should be fun we should talk about things um i think relationships you should talk about dirty stuff sometimes dirty talkers is spice things up you understand tell each other the things you're going to do to each other when you meet them so there's this kind of anticipation like if somebody says oh the next time i come visit you i'll come with um with a new iphone there's this kind of anticipation. You want to see them in as much as you want to see them every day because there's a schedule. Maybe i visit you every month. Now, there are things that is making the person, in, you put them kind of in suspense that they are expecting to see you more and more. It, it's It actually builds this whole thing. And when you also see the person try to exchange stuff, maybe I give you my hoodie. She gives me a necklace sometimes. So there's this personal artifact that I can hold it. Like I can hold and touch that feels like this is you. This is your presence. So sometimes maybe I miss you. I can go and put on the necklace, or I can go and put on the hoodie. They love hoodies a lot. They kind of even when you're in a room, they come and steal it. So have these personal artifacts and also make the conversation spice things up when it comes to the conversation. Yeah. So I think that would be my final submission.
0: And then I think we, we have, even though you said all these um, one thing we one thing I would strongly recommend this. This has nothing to do. This um, as is as not. To, casting stone but let's try a possible bit if you if are in long distance relationship let's try a possible best to make sure the distance is temporary whether if it's a job that is taking you afar, let's try as much as possible even though the frequent visits are there and all of that let's try as much as possible that we are helping each other to get close because um, yeah. I have my roommate who travels and I know he's going to be it's going to be one of the first people to listen to this but I have a, my roommate travels every week he has to travel not less than two times from Kumasi to Ho because he has to go and see his wife. And um look wow. at the distance and on like, Italian. <laughs> but <laughs> but then um this I I I I always tell them, look, bro, I think it's it's, it's about time you 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 pack the stuff from Kumasi to go and be with her, or she even if she can't relocate, you need to find a way because yeah. now the, the the when the risks are too much, you don't know. Especially with us in Ghana, yeah. our roads and all of that and business. Exactly. Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you when? Are, when are you sleeping in? So I mean, we should be, uh, make sure that this time true. is temporary, and then we be yeah, we able to. Yeah. So so last, I don't know your your final word on long distance relationship. I I didn't even get your take on it. Is this something you are into, or you feel?
1: Well, um, I think I'm I'm I a long distance relationship okay. it comes with its own set of problems. Okay. But I'm making it. I'm trying to make okay. it work. I'm, I'm trying to make it work. It's not. It's not something I choose. You understand it's not just something I chose sometimes you don't even choose to choose that people we fall in love with but it's not something I chose but it happened and now it's there so I need to make it work I need to a constant communication and actually one thing that I'll say is it's it's beautiful this whole long distance relationship if if you have an open mind if you're if, an, if you're an open-minded person and you want to see this past all the problems you can see that it's it's very beautiful there. Because your person or your your other your partner has this whole experience somewhere else and then you get to talk about it. You get to know about it. For instance, if she went to the zoo today in maybe United States, you've never been to the United mm-hmm. States mm-hmm. She tells you all these interesting things that you're here and it also helps your own experience. So for me, I think it's a beautiful thing. It just requires a lot of work and nobody should, we shouldn't downplay that part. It requires a lot of work. It's It's work intensive. You need to put in the work. And when you do, the benefits are a lot that you can
0: really yeah, okay. so, um, um, I I couldn't agree with you um, any less. It's, it's it's work, and I mean, if if you like something, you'd you you work towards. We definitely work for it, yeah. And and, and it's not as if, if if you live in the same house, it's, it's not working. All relationships are working. So yeah. let's yeah. try possible best that are going for things that we really want, and because we really want, I mean, it would take. Whatever good thing and the emphasis on good thing, whatever good work or whatever good thing for you to be able to get there. So, um, I guess, um, this could be the end of our podcast. But then, if you are making any guest making their debut on our show, we ask them two questions. One is a hypothetical wow. thing, and one is I, I know I I, I intentionally don't tell my guests because <laughs> I, like to wow. feel it. but then one was a hypothetical question, as I was saying, and one is a, um, one is a personal question. So, so the first question is that assuming um after the show okay so um there's has a question before this one test is asking how long is too long for a distance relationship i think we should let's let's finish with that one
1: how long is too long for
0: a distance relationship
1: for um no how long as in the distance or how long as in the time frame that you've been in a long distance relationship this should be the distance It's time um, time i time. think time okay time frame um it, it depends on it depends on from person to person. But for me, three years is a long time. One year at most, I think. Not seeing somebody for a whole year, Charlie. Some days I do. Even sometimes, if you don't see the person for a week or maybe a month, I'll just say I'll just averagely I'll just say a year, a year. So we should set a target, like we were talking about the goals. We should set a goal that. Maybe by the next year, we should be together. If it means that I'm applying for jobs in where you are, or maybe you're applying for jobs in where I am, maybe we should work towards being closer together. Because a year a year is a long time. So I think a year, for me, a year would
0: be. Okay. Uh, I think a year. I want to go for a year because... Yeah. I, am I even going for a sort period, like six months? But, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, is it time frame even as... If it's time for us not seeing the person for six months, as never like six months, then Charlie, this is serious. But I think sporadically, you get to see yourselves. The distance should be able to be um, bridged at least by, by six, seven months. You should be able to at least yeah. be able to bridge that. Whether it's you taking leave at some point to come and stay with me yeah. for, for like one or two months, or me having to take my leave and come and stay with you for, but then after. Six even if even if the uh, the whole cycle needs to continue, I think after, sometimes after six months you need to have an intensive um I mean being together for like a month or two. So um that's my take on it. So our uh, two questions. The first one is as you mean after this recording, online long-distance relationships, there's there are, there's no 2 on show, there's no runs and confessions, there's even no no podcast, there's no photography, there's no retouch, there's nothing. What are the three things in this world that Personally, it could be your values, they could be philosophy. It could be anything. It could be even photography. What are the three things in this world that you know are true? It's it's true for you. Past persons it's true for me, and they will never change. Even if someone holds a gun to your a gun to your head, you know these things will never change.
1: Uh, wow. Well, am I responsible for the things I say? <laughs> because, well, one thing I know is that love is beautiful. Okay. this is something I believe. No matter the number of heartbreaks I've been through. I know that love is beautiful. And um, I know that the most flawed element in this whole world is a human being. That is the most flawed element in the, in the whole world. And then um, lastly, nothing
0: not, nothing really beats mm. the love of the mother. Okay. Nothing beats the love of mother. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So um, our final question would be, what's your definition of success? What is your definition of success?
1: All right. My definition of success is um, more, I define success with more of impact. Mm-hmm understand there's a we are, this youth these youths or our, our age mates we surround ourselves with a whole lot of material things if whatever you're doing is not bringing you money if whatever you're doing is not bringing you cash then you're not successful at mm-hmm. it last time my my relative came in here and saw my whole setup that i'm recording with and was like oh you spend all this money on this how much are you making from it and i said i'm not making any money it's just something i love doing And there and there, he started chastising me that I'm wasting money and all that because he links success to Mm -hmm. money. But for me, success is more of impact. If I'm able to just touch one soul, if I'm able to say somebody says, Alash, you said this thing and it really applied in my life. And I think I took an advice from you. Alash, I saw your picture you took of me and my wife at a wedding day and the way you framed the picture. I really love it. I've been successful at my work. Mine is more of impact. So even the work that I do, I'm a software trainer. So I train people. And some of my trainees, they tell me that before I even came into the program, I didn't know anything about programming. I didn't know anything about Using Java, C, or but after spending one month with you, I know a lot, so that for me
0: is success. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's true. Um, I normally don't even add, add anything, but um, it's this guy, the same last night. I was having a, an episode recording with a wonderful um, couple from Um Alantha, Georgia, and one thing I like, one thing they said was that once they we, we connected, one thing they said was that they don't care whether it's just my mother listening to my podcast, they just won't be on. And it was something that really touched my mind because um, now we, we we basically have tied everything to, to money and how yeah. how you can buy the latest 2021 Range Rover and how you can, can get the new Lexus. But I think it's, it's really important touching people's hearts. So um, last, thank you so much for being on our show today. We hope um, this will be the, the springboard for many other shows to come.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much Ben. I'm I'm so happy for for being here. This is my first um, my first feature on any podcast. So I think this is one I'll never forget. I'm going to write it down somewhere. <laughs> and um thank you to your listeners also because actually the listeners make this thing great. So thank you so much
0: You're to welcome. them. You're welcome. You're welcome. Productivity, wellness, human conditioning and all the trendy topics all over the world. This is The 2-1 Show Podcast with Benjamin and Theresa. That is all for this episode. If you like this episode, kindly leave us a review on apple podcast or the Apple podcast website. That is if you are not using an Apple device. There will be a link in the show notes. If you've got any thoughts on this episode or ideas for this podcast or podcast topics you would like to know and we would like to hear from you with your conundrum question or just anything we could discuss on the show. Yeah, we are all for having your voice on the podcast and your question being a springboard for further topics. Email us an audio message and MP3 format. To info at the21show.com or the21show2020 at gmail.com or send us a voice note to our WhatsApp console. A link to our WhatsApp console will be in the show notes somewhere as well. If you've got thoughts but you don't want your voice to be heard on the podcast, that's also very fine with us. Just send us a DM to any of our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the21show. Thanks again for listening to this episode and we hope to catch you next week on the most interactive blog.